Welcome back to another episode live from the dojo, but with a makeover. This is officially the first episode of the We'll Be Seeing podcast. It's the same thing as a TFM bets, just a little bit of a rebrand, a little bit of a makeover. Let's see, yeah, let's get a round of applause. First episode, we'll be seeing. Great name. First episode, we'll be seeing. Yeah, go ahead. It's a great name. It's a phrase that uh, stays near and true to my heart. Uh, it's just a common phrase I'm always saying when bets are hitting, bets are chalked, you know, whatever really just going on throughout your daily life, we'll be seeing is a phrase that uh, it stays true to me. Love the phrase. Yeah, let's give them a little bit of a definition to kick the show off. <laughs> we'll be seeing, you know, it. <laughs> I want to hear, I want to hear you describe it and then I'll give you my definition. I feel as though we'll be seeing it almost encapsulates a lifestyle for I think any sports better. I think especially the the brand that we're building at Book It. I think the brand that this podcast is trying to accomplish. And it's very much a, you know, almost a chalk it up to the game, but I feel it's almost like a lifestyle of the bets losing. I mean, fuck, we'll be seeing, man. Or the bets hitting, like, fuck, we'll be seeing, man. Like it's all I feel like it's so versatile and it kind of almost describes I would say your personality to a T when it comes to sports betting. And I think the community that you've built and the community that we're building, I think it describes to a T. But if, it, if I had to, you know, relate it to another kind of like word or phrase, I think it would kind of be like, all right, let's get on then, you know, like, let's get on then. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, that's kind of how I would describe it. But it's kind of hard to give it a firm definition, right? Because it's more so like a lifestyle. It's more so like a, the... I don't know how I would describe it, to be yeah. honest with you. No, it's almost just like, uh, you know, regardless of what you think, we'll be seeing after the fact. Like, if you think, you know, the Celtics are going to get swept, you disagree with that, yeah, be seeing. We'll find out. And it's interchangeable. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out, I think, is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's, perfect. It's, it's, it's interchangeable. You go, we'll be, for short, you can go, <laughs> which is my personal favorite, is we'll be. We'll be. We'll be. Uh, or be seeing. You know, I love if you BCs. Have, if you don't have, yeah, BCs. <laughs> if you don't have enough time to throw in the whole will be seeing, just go, yeah, be seeing. <laughs> and I just hope you guys know that Trent hangs up with his girlfriend on the phone by saying, we'll be seeing. <laughs> his mom, he hangs up on the phone by saying, all right, we'll be seeing. <laughs> so this, uh, is a, this, is a, this is a rebrand that we're really excited about, though. Um, you know, the show is going to be, obviously it's going to be sports. It's going to be sports betting, but we feel like the will be seeing name kind of opens us up to be able to talk about more stuff and, you know, have more exciting guests on, which we have a lot of big plans for that as well. But debut episode, remember you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That's all podcasts That's Spotify. And that is a YouTube. And we are also running a promotional giveaway for the first episode. One person who subscribed to the channel and comments on this episode gets a chance to choose their favorite jersey from the Fanatic shop. It can be your favorite player. It could be wow. you know whatever it may be across any sport, whatever it is. No custom jerseys, though. All right? Relax. A free tarp, Relax. eh? A free tarp. If you subscribe and comment on this first episode of the Will Be Seen podcast, um, you get entered into our lottery to win a jersey of your choice from the Fanatic shops. So make sure you go check that out. Also, this episode is brought to you by Jackpocket. If you are a lottery player coming from New Jersey, I have uncles, I have a dad, I have cousins. Every time they stop at a 7-Eleven, they got to buy a lotto ticket. <laughs> Jackpocket allows you to buy that lotto ticket without even going to the convenience store itself. Wow. So you, you go on the app, you download the app, you say you want X amount of this lottery ticket. They go to the location, they buy it, and they keep it safe for you. And if it wins, they bring it to you 
safe and deliverable. Jack wow. Pocket. Make sure you guys go check it out. That's unreal. All for the lotto, guys. That's I feel like dope. it removes the worst part of the lottery ticket process, which is having to go there and buy it. Yep, facts. And you don't have to spend money on shit you don't really need while you're there, you know? Because mm -hmm. who walks into Click 7-Eleven? Who walks into 7-Eleven just buys a lot of ticket, you know? Click of the button. Um, <laughs> I did want to start the episode off just with this really quick. Um, hold on. It's going to take me a second to pull it up. But um, let's talk about. Hold on one second. There's just an ad playing one second, guys. I just I really important to me how I wanted to start this first episode, um, especially with this. I just feel like it. It almost sets the tone for, you know, what's to come, what's to happen in this episode, what's happened in the other episodes. Um, at Dallas Stars fans. Stars fans. Dallas Stars fans. Oh, my God, what happened? The stars are good, right? What happened, man? <laughs> what happened, dude? VGK uh, in OT. Was that back-to-back -back games in OT for VGK? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I believe so. 2 nothing at home uh, in Vegas. Stars, I mean, they put up a good fight. Just, you know, Mickey Mouse orgs don't really have that fight. No. Yeah, when you go to overtime, that's when that's when the Mickey Mouse really comes out. You know, you don't have that dog in you. They got the wrong dog in them. They got goofy in them. <laughs> they Dude, got the wrong dog. I swear I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen Robo, Jason Robertson, go over his SOGs. He's a walking under. And I took him a couple times uh, in the last series, and I took him on the game one of this series. He doesn't rip, man. And you know who does? Who's literally guaranteed to be green by the end of a Stars game? Miro. No, Wyatt Johnson. He's this team, bro. He is no longer – Robo's no longer the main guy. Wyatt Johnson, he's literally only 20 years old, and he's their fucking guy. He didn't score last game, but he has – go look at his fucking prize pick chart, dude. Fully greened out. I, I, I was like, I'm done not riding his SOGs because I keep forgetting. I put him in the Super Goats. It was the freest square. I think he might have been the only guy – besides Miro, uh, that hit on SOGs. Not a lot of shots in that game yesterday. Not a lot of goalie saves. Uh, but the Knights were in the right spots at the right time, and they won the fucking game. Go VGK. And just so you're aware, um, obviously we are now public enemy number one when it comes to Stars fans. Um, every time they lose now, I post just the score with the skull emoji because I think it's hysterical. <laughs> um, but... Just to give you an example, right? We are now in the Western Conference Finals. Um, it's a 2 o'clock game. Probably the biggest series for the Stars in a minute other than that COVID year um, where they went to the Cup, right? They didn't yeah. win it, but they went to the Cup, right? Um, yeah. It's a Sunday. We were at an outdoor bar. Gorgeous Sunday, 2 p.m. Western Conference Finals, game two. Pivotal game, right? Pivotal game. We're at an outdoor bar. TV's everywhere. The game's on everywhere. Sure. We were the only six people on this patio at this bar. <laughs> no the one. only six people. No one was there watching the Stars game? No one. 
Maybe you were just no one. No, dude. There had to have been bars with the Stars game on, man. Dude, I'm telling you, there was like three across the street from where we were. Empty. On Sunday. On a Sunday. With the Stars in the Western Conference Finals. But I'm the bad guy. (laughs) But I'm the bad guy. I'm out watching the game for the organization. But I'm the bad guy. And you're the bad guy. Interesting. But I'm the bad guy. Well, so we know. were literally talking about it. We we got guys from Chicago. We got we got guys from Philly. I'm from New Jersey, dude. There wouldn't be an open seat at any of the bars if it was this gorgeous on a Sunday and my team was in a conference finals. Yeah, facts, facts. In any other any other place, I think Are if you- the Mavs if the Mavs were bars packed, Cowboys packed, but just the stars. My point being, Mickey Mouse organization. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't shock me one bit. Does that shock you at all? No, but I'm just saying for the people out there that like to think, you know, I'm not shocked. Yeah. I'm not shocked. And it was even said, not by me. It was said. It's like, dude, I can't believe this bar is so empty. That's nuts, dude. That's nuts. Yeah, I've been getting flamed by Stars fans in my DMs, bro. Yeah, I caught a wild stray in your DM. (laughs) That was nuts. (laughs) <laughs> that stars guy that came after you was like hanging out that pussy Mikey over. I was like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't even do anything. Oh, I didn't say your organization's rat piss. No, but I mean, it was a crazy weekend of sports. Um, we got the common W at the end of the show. We're going to do the cake report at the end of the show as well. Um, but dude. Speaking of rat shit orgs. The Boston Celtics, man. Speaking of rat shit orgs. The Boston Celtics. Did you watch that game? I did. I mean, what a disgrace. What a disgrace to the game of basketball. I was just Dude. laughing watching this shit. Like, what? I mean, the funniest thing was after the game when Gabe Vincent's getting interviewed by the TNT crew. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, we got we to gotta close out games. You know, this isn't a team that's ever going to lay down and, and give up. They're really well coached. <laughs> and, um, you know, we have to be able to just – you know, close out games. It's never easy to close out games, even if you got a 20-point lead, whatever it is. You know, this is the NBA, and, you know, they're not a team that's going to lay down and, and give it to you. They're they're really well coached, and, you know, we, we got to be able to close out games. And immediately, Charles Barkers goes, must have not been watching this game then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally stuck around just to hear them banter about this game. Like, I uh, here's here's my thing. I think – I think the Heat are the real deal. I don't think that's a hot take to have. I think the Heat are definitely the real deal. I think Jimmy Butler is the quintessential leader that you need. You know, he's got that Jordan. He's got that Kobe in him. Um, I think he's more mentally strong than LeBron. But he just wills his teammates. They legit, this team, I know we did, uh, one of our clips went viral last week when I was talking about the rosters on paper. This team on paper has the belief of the 98 Bulls, the 96 Bulls. They legitimately believe that they are the best team in the playoffs. They legitimately believe that they are, they belong on any floor with any of these NBA, with any of these guys right now as an eight seed. That's very rare to find an eight seed. Yeah. You didn't find one in the West. And I mean, Jimmy Butler has these guys playing at a clip that I don't think any of them have ever played like in their careers before. I mean, Caleb Martin is turning My into God. Fred Van Vliet on the Raptors when they that won the ass. championship. Yeah, like you have guys like Max Struess and Gabe Vitson becoming legitimate keystone starters 
on an NBA team now. I mean, this Miami Heat team is for real. But this Boston Celtics team should be, and I think is, the laughing stock of the NBA for, I would say, in, until they win a championship. This team is a laughing stock now. How do you think they go? I mean, they're not going to win the series. They're getting no, swept. No one's ever they're come getting back. swept. No one's ever come back. So let's assume that they're not coming back. What do they do? Do they blow you, it up? You, you got to blow it up. Really? I'd honest, dude. hundred uh, percent. If I'm sitting in that front office right now and I'm watching this team play, one the coach has to go. He lets the Heat go on fucking forty point runs that day. I literally retweeted a meme this morning of how I was feeling like last night watching the game. One, Eric Spolster's, I mean, we already know he's one of the best coaches in the NBA. I mean, that's just that, like, that wasn't even a question to begin with. But it was, like, the Celtics coach Mazzella when the Heat are on a 20-point fucking run, and he's just, like, sitting on the bench, like, smiling, like, not on the game. And then it's Eric Spolstra when the Celtics cut a 20-point lead to a 17-point lead. It's like SpongeBob, like, losing his mind, like, (laughs) on a timeout. Yeah. But it's like the coach has to go, first and foremost. I mean, this is one of the worst. He's literally getting outcoached in a way that's embarrassing, night in and night out. On his home floor, away from home, like it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Your star player in Jason Tatum isn't even taking more than 20 shots. That's dude, fucking embarrassing. Watching him has been, it's like cringe, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm not understanding what the mindset is i mean i saw you know there was they did that mid-game interview with the boston celtics head coach and she was like you know what do you do and you know clearly what's going on with jason is mental you know he's not making any mistakes the shots just aren't falling and you know i liked the sentiment he was like i just tell him i love him right i mean that's all you can do if it's if the mental part is struggling but there's also an air of when the heat are down and you saw it in the first series against the bucks you saw it in the last series against i forget who not the sixers who they play last series they play the knicks the fucking Knicks. Whenever their backs are against the wall, Jimmy Butler is taking the game over. Yeah, he's he will right. take fifty shots if he has to. He demands the ball. He wants the ball. They call play calls, and he tells Eric, "No, give me the ball." He will take a hundred shots if it means they win the game. Jason Tatum, as an All Star, in three games now, back to back to back, where your back is against the wall, you're getting embarrassed in every single game, taking. 20 shots is unacceptable. Yeah. It's it's brutal, dude. It's fucking brutal. Like watching them try to get themselves back into this game. Green or uh, Brown, Tatum, White, Brogdon, they're just hucking up threes and not making them and they're not even stringing good possessions together. And then you look at the scoreboard, they're down 30 and it's like what the fuck? And the only guys that are doing their jobs are the guys that need to do their jobs outside of the All-Stars. It's fucking Marcus Martin, Robert Williams. Yeah. The only guys every game that have done their jobs, and the especially dip- Marcus Smart. Yeah, facts. I mean, they, they, at one point they had guys on the floor and uh, the broadcasters were just like, I mean, you could tell these are the guys that want to be out there. You know, they're playing with some juice. And it was like the scrubs, you know, that were in there, obviously. Yeah, no, 100%. Dude. But like even just the energy on the floor, it just, it looked like they really actually wanted to be out there compared to the All-Stars on the floor for the Celtics. It just looked like they're unplugged, bro. Unplugged is a great word for it. It just yeah. doesn't, and I don't know what it is. I mean, 
He's Grant like, Williams oh. trying to go at Jimmy Butler. Like that was almost Dylan Brooks 2.0 if he didn't have a great post game of being like, listen, like I poked a bear, you know, it's my fault. I got to be able to deal with that. Like I'm not going to back down, obviously, but you know, that's not a guy you necessarily want to get under the skin of in Jimmy Butler. Um, but I mean, guys like Grant Williams going at Jimmy Butler, like getting him fired up. Like it just seems like this team, there's no leadership is what it feels like, right? I feel like it's one of those things where you watch it and everyone wants to look to Jason, but he's not a leader, right? I mean, he never looks like a leader, even no. when you see interviews, when you see post-game press conferences, when you see behind the scenes, he's not a leader by any means. Jimmy Butler is like, like I said, the quintessential leader. When the Heat are down and out, all you got to do is look at Jimmy and it's like, oh, wait, we're good. We're good. Like he's still locked in. He's still fired up. If I'm on the Celtics right now, I'm like a Derek White and we're starting to be down 15, 20, and I look at Jason Tatum, would you feel confident? No. Fuck no. So I think this team, like maybe if I'm in the front office, I go, okay, we got to go get a leader. I don't know who that is. I don't know what form that takes. Maybe we have a conversation with Jason and say, you have to become a leader. Whether, you know, I think that's kind of hard to just do. I think some guys just have it in their DNA, but I mean, maybe that's a conversation you have. Yeah. We have to go I mean, find ourselves a leader because we don't have one. <laughs> Did the Celtics think that they would be sitting here down 3 0 and watching Cody Zeller dice him up? <laughs> like fucking Cody Zeller. <laughs> Cody Zeller. They were out there running plays for Cody Zeller, which is the most disrespectful thing you can do. The mo most disrespectful thing they could have done was put Udonis Haslam in the game, and they didn't do it. Uh, if they should, they should, I don't he know should why they start do. next game. <laughs> he should literally start next game. But I mean, talk about two different mindsets, though. I feel Lakers down 3 0, Celtics down 3 0. I still feel like the Lakers have a chance. Just in terms of when I'm watching these, in terms of, you know, the Celtics versus the Lakers having a chance, not like I think they have a chance. But when I'm comparing the two scenarios, the Lakers don't feel down and out with the way they've lost. They're just running into a really fucking good Nuggets team that's really deep and has guys that step up. Dude, they're so good, bro. The Celtics just look like a team that don't even want to be here anymore. Yeah, facts. They don't. They don't. You can just tell they don't even want to be on the floor. And Vegas finally respects them. Can you guess the spread for game four for the Heat? Uh, it's got to be a pick em, I think. They're minus two. Wow. Miami Heat, first time in this series, they're favorites. First time all playoffs, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably first time all playoffs. No, they were favorites at home against the Knicks twice. Oh yeah, dude, isn't that crazy that they were at they were losing with like five minutes to go in the playing game against the Bulls? They almost were not even here. Nuts. And now they're going to the NBA Finals. The <laughs> <laughs> this Celtics team is not coming back. I'll put everything on it that this Celtics team doesn't come back on. That's not like a hot take to being down three, nothing, but I mean, I would literally put everything that this Celtics team has no chance of coming back. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's actually, it was just disgraceful to watch. It was unreal, dude. It was unreal. So if you're a Celtics fan, what do you, what are you thinking right now? Like put your, let's put ourselves in the mind of a Celtics fan right now. If I'm a Celtics fan, I would just want it to be over. Yeah. I want it I'm to be over. If I'm a Celtics fan, it also probably means I'm a Bruins fan. And the last few months of sports have just been absolute catch it. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm just blow it up. Blow it up. You're, you think blow it up mode. You got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. You're ready to blow that trio up. Yeah, I don't see how it's going to work. If, if this is how things are going to go, like how do you move on and forget about this as a team? 
It does feel like one of those stingers. Yeah. Where, you know, this summer, the offseason is just going to suck. There's no amount of Aruba or Dominican Republic or Bermuda vacations you can take where you're like, damn, we got fucking swept by the eight seed Miami Heat and Cody like, Zeller was running a master class <laughs> on us in Miami. <laughs> like, how do you regroup as a franchise, as a team, and move on and move past this and excel beyond where you got? You know, how? like how? They lost in the finals last year, which was a demoralizing loss where they probably should have won. They then definitely you, should have won. Then you rebound, regroup this year, and absolutely collapse when it matters most. Again, how do you take this same team and rally them together with a new coach in the offseason, more than likely? Uh, I just don't see it. I don't see it. And it's disappointing, too, because uh, to a certain extent, just as a basketball fan, I like Jason Tatum. I like Jalen Brown. I love Marcus Smart. It's like three guys I would love to watch succeed. But when you start watching these games, I'm almost so out on them. I'm so I'm out. Like, we, can't, we can't do this bit where game seven, Jason Tatum, you call yourself one of the best basketball players in the league, and then you come out here against Miami Heat, lose two games in your own house, and then literally get – that. Like laughing is an understatement laughed off the floor in Miami <laughs> in game three. Holy shit, is that Visa house cleaning the pool? Let's talk Nuggets Lakers, though. We do have the game tonight. This episode will be coming out on Monday. Um, the Lakers are minus three at home uh, in game four. It's been a great series. I mean, like you said, the Nuggets. They're so good, dude. They're so good. The, the Nuggets are probably going to win it all. The way they play basketball, like they set the pace and tempo of the game, dude. And they're simply just putting ball and basket at a rate that you can't really keep up with. You know, if you're not making your shots, they're not taking great shots or like sexy, good looking shots, but they're just finding ways to put ball and basket. Like every possession, I feel like it comes up a bucket, you know, whether they get the offensive rebound, get fouled, they're putting points on the board. And then by the time it's halftime, it's just like there's not even enough time to catch up dude like they're just so what's the word i'm looking for they just function so well you know they got guys on the perimeter who could score when Jokic opens the floor and if that's not the answer then Jokic just puts it back in and the possessions just happen so quick and they're just putting up so many points on the board that you can't even catch up to them and they're playing a team in the lakers who are just struggling to put the ball in the basket yeah. Andrew russell's staying after every game to get shots up like, it just seems like a team that just finally met, like, not their match necessarily, but a team that pretty much everyone ignored, I feel like, for a lot of the season. It was like, okay, the Nuggets are good, the Nuggets are good, the Nuggets are good, the Nuggets are good. We've seen this before, we've seen this before. And now you're being forced to watch the Nuggets play. I feel like before it was very much throughout the rest of the playoffs, at least for me, I'd be like, check the box, or, oh, the Nuggets fucking beat the shit out of them in game one. Oh, the Nuggets won game two. It's like, oh, the Nuggets won game three. And now it feels as though you're, you're kind of being forced to watch the Nuggets play, especially because, you know, LeBron's on the other end, Anthony Davis on the other end. It's prime time. It's a Western Conference Finals. And I'm walking away from the TV going, holy shit, this Nuggets team literally at every level is better than the Lakers. There's not one position that the Lakers are better at. Facts. And they continue to get respected. You saw the Nuggets coach say, like, even when we win, you know, it's we're, it's, we're not getting the credit. It's, oh, the Lakers are going to bounce back, right? Blah, blah, blah. 
Like they're fucking legit. Kind of like the Heat. They've got role players who are playing out of their minds right now too. You know, they got MPJ who's who's been wet. You know, um, Bruce Brown having a great you series. Caldwell Pope. KCP is having a good series. Jokic is going bananas, and Jamal Murray is him. And they just have all the no, pieces. He's, he's literally him, bro. He's disgusting. And I mean, honestly, it is kind of annoying, though. But I mean, you we we talk we've talked about it all the time. We've talked about it in episodes past of this podcast. The media bias when you get into those big cities, you know, the LA's, the Boston, the New Yorks. There was a span. I literally saw a tweet about it, a screenshot of the Bleacher Report Twitter throughout the game, there was 12 straight tweets just about the Lakers. <laughs> the, halftime, the halftime tweet was, the Lakers cut the deficit to three. And someone quoted it and it was like, you can just say the Nuggets are leading at half. <laughs> the next tweet was, Austin, like, three-vers, because he hit a three. Then it was, LeBron hits back-to-back threes. Then it was the Lakers on a 3-0 run. And it's just like, dude, there was, not, there was not a single tweet about like a Jamal Murray made three or Michael Porter Jr. made three or Nikola Jokic having almost a quadruple double. Like there was nothing in there. It was all Lakers. And I think that's the annoying part. And I feel as though it plays against teams like the Celtics and the Lakers because it's just free fuel for the Heat and the Nuggets. Fact. It's free fuel. Yeah. You, don't even have to give a, you don't even have to give a speech for the game. You just go look at the shit that you got. Look at the shit that's going on right now. It's all know. LA, and we're up three nothing. So disrespectful, and, bro. And you know the narrative tonight is going to be: Will the Lakers get swept? It won't be: Can the Nuggets like completely dominate the Lakers yeah. and sweep them? It will be: Will the Lakers allow themselves to get swept? And vice versa, if it were the other way around, you know. Oh my God! <laughs> if it was the other way around, it'd be: The Lakers are looking to put away the Nuggets today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, it's been an interesting series. I, I would love to, I would love to cook a prize picks for it, low key, a little sneak nuky. For um, sure. But I mean, do you? I I haven't really. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Hand up. These hockey series are now boring to me. I have no interest in watching them. Yeah, they're pretty. The VGK boring. game was fun um, because it went to overtime. But I mean, the Panthers Kane series. It's just it's good goalies now. Yeah. No. You know? No overs. Yeah, you got. I'm getting uh, my soul sucked, dude. Bobrovsky, Freddie Anderson, both cracked, and then you got um, VGK's goalie, who's been pretty dialed in. I forget his name off the top of my head. Fuck, I forget his name. And then Ottinger, who hasn't necessarily been cracked, but he's been good. I so, mean, yeah, he can't. You can't blame that loss on him when he lets up, you know, two goals in your yeah, thirty yeah. shots on the other guy. I know, but yeah, these these NHL series are both kind of mid. Kachuk, dude, is him. Kuch- yeah, like, dude, Kachuk is fucking dirty. You realize that his last, the last three games the Panthers have played have ended in an overtime goal by Kachuk. That's fucking nuts. Both of these games in the series, the Canes are down two nothing, and they've lost both games to a Kachuk overtime goal. And then the Leafs game that I was at, they lost to a Kachuk overtime goal to end the series. Well, we have wow. Yeah. You've I been know. there for all the Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting Kachucked. He's literally him, bro. He's um, but I mean, let's talk about that game. We have, you're right, game three, Florida's at home. Uh, you could put my rent on the Panthers tonight. <sighs> I mean, that, Back Panthers, at home. that Panthers plus one and a half, is, I don't think it's lost in like a month. 
<laughs> the Panthers are minus one and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're favored now for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. I'm going to be on the Panthers, and I will also say I think L.A. is much like the Celtics where Vegas is just in love with them, and I'm tired of the narrative. I will also be taking the Nuggets money line tonight. What's I don't care. There? Is that a pick Three points. The Lakers are minus three. I don't care. I'm I don't so- care. You can't talk me off it. After the Celtics went from minus eight to minus nine to fucking minus four and have lost every game by 30 points, you cannot talk me out of it now. I won't hear no. it anymore. I almost took the Celtics yesterday, I and I just stayed away. You literally cannot now talk me off of it after what Vegas did with these spreads because it makes no fucking sense. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking the Lakers just because they're favorites. I won't do it. I won't be talked off it now. I don't blame you, bro. I've, I'm literally in a consecutive circle right now. I, w- I posted this tweet. I was like, all right, it's time to get my Celtics minus nine coin back with Lakers minus six L. And then I tweeted, I need to get my Lakers minus six coin back on late on Celtics minus nine and a half L. I'm like, fuck it. Now I got to get my Celtics coin back from Lakers L. I'm like, okay, it's my last time. I got to get my Lakers coin back from Celtics minus three last night. L. Just a literally constant circle of L's taking the chalk on the NBA playoffs. I'm not doing it again, man. Lakers minus three. I don't want it. I'm out. I'm not I'm out taking on these the Nuggets Lakers. money line. And I'm out on these Celtics, bro. I'm fucking out. We're not getting the battle. $100 better betting on the Miami Heat this playoffs would be up $1,500. I bet. <laughs> I fucking bet, dude. I went down 300 on the book this week alone on Celtics. Dude, and that guy that I told you, I showed you that parlay he has actually might be at the table. Yeah, we look like bozos. I know. We were fucking clowning him, saying the Heat are not going to win the championship. Heat definitely (laughs) have a shot. They have a shot now. Um, And then that guy to get drafted second overall uh, on in the NHL, and then the the 49ers to win the NFC, which is, I mean, you're just going to have to sweat that out till fucking September, but or not even like February. Uh, Sam Darnold return. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a mega sweat, though. That dude's actually at the table. No, he's at the table more than I thought he was when I was making fun of him for having the heat to win the finals. Um, Uh, All right. Well, well, we have those two games today. I'm going to be on the Nuggets money line. I'm going to be on the Panthers. Um, Should we do a little quick sneak nuke and then do common W and K report and wrap? Yeah. All right, let's do it. I don't know if you saw, but (laughs) me and Shelly's weekender bender. Yeah, I had five hundred dollars on it. <laughs> hey, at Debbie least you got four baggers, huh? Dude, I'm so mad, bro. I I take blame for Joaquin Buckley fight time. That was that was on me. Chelly hundred percent has blame on Debbie four baggers, bro. The rest was so surgical. The NASCAR hit, the cricket hit, the Call of the Duty cr- hit, the, the cricket hit with ease. Yeah, the cricket was sharp, bro. Um. Rashford didn't play, which is soft as shit. That was huge, though. Yeah. We'll take I mean, a DMP any day of the week. Yeah. Ryan Blaney with the Sunday Night Legacy on the NASCAR. Air. Air. Vickle Call of Duty. Air. That was air. Quentin DeCock. We ran it back with DeCock again. DeCock. <laughs> we, threw a mid, we threw a mid-week weekender bender. Want to hear it? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> 
So one of the squares already happened. I just literally, I just found out as I logged in that it ended up hitting. But we took Jing on Valorant under kills. Shout out Chelly, that one hit. Okay. Uh, the rest though, Cristiano Ronaldo to score tomorrow. I actually hand up wanted the under. I told Chelly I want under on Ronaldo, and he tried. He went to place it and accidentally took the over. So we had to pivot to taking Ronaldo over a goal. So we're gonna need okay. him tomorrow. Uh, this one's gonna this is an interesting got called by me bam under assists okay i can't place it but okay go ahead <laughs> bam under assists uh i just don't he, he hasn't hit this in the last two games in the series i don't think it's gonna be at three and a half uh in the next day or two so I, it's just a got call under assists quitting the cock again over runs ran it You're back running with, it back dude ran it back with the goat okay uh, Brent Burns plus Montour over SOGs. That was Chelly Square. And then uh, Shea Langoliers over half a base on the Oakland days. Wow. That's the weekender bender. That's disgusting. <laughs> the we- the midweek bender. That is disgusting. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. We're going to hit that one. It is literally times. gross. All right. Well, let's cook a quick PP entry for the Nuggets and the, um, the Kane series. Should we just do to Chuck? Dude, he's so him, bro. Do they have it at three still? They do. Rat fuck? Should we rat fuck to Chuck? I really like... Oh, they're not even going to give it to us yet. I was going to say Bobrovsky saves. Um, Yeah, I don't mind Chuck. Well, who else would you take? Montour, probably, even though he sold us the other day when we took him, but he's he's been ripping, bro. He's been fucking ripping. All right, well, you make the decision there. Let's go rat fuck a chuck. Okay. Let's see rat fuck a chuck. And then the NBA. I really, really, really want to do Michael Porter Jr. over points, but I'm down to hear anything else. Jamal Murray PRA has been Sam's Club green in bulk. <laughs> um, also in this series. That's a new one. <laughs> Sam's Club? Yeah. Also in this series, um, I have done Michael Porter Jr. points, Jamal Murray, PRA, and I think um, DeAndre Russell made field goals, which sold. But um, I like either Porter Jr. points or Jamal Murray, PRA. Let's go Jamal Murray, PRA. Okay. Two-piece? Two-piece. Unless you want to go four. No, 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 I like two-piece. Let's hit one. All right, we're hitting a fucking two-piece gob, dude. Kachuk and Murray. Kachuk and Murray. I'm That's a two-piece nuke. gob. I'm dropping a nuke. You've been throwing nukes lately, man. I need to feel, man. You ever get in that mindset where you're like, damn, I just need to like, feel something? Oh, every fucking day, bro. <laughs> and you just nuke like the dumbest entry, dude. I was walking to the bar yesterday with Will. Um, because we wanted to watch the uh the stars game while we were walking. I threw like an eight hundred dollar two piece, full faded. <laughs> what it was, was full it? faded? It was um an eight hundred dollar two piece, dog. Did full faded? Full faded on that bitch. Dude, full faded on that bitch. Throw some D's on that bitch. It was um. I don't want to tell you. Tell me now. It was Tatum and Butler points. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my, and they both went on there. I, I thought it was going to be a battle. No. I thought it was going to be a battle. Dude, I, I took think- Tatum over 30 and a half points. He had 14. I took Jimmy over 28. He had 16. Yeah. 800 bucks, two piece gone. GG's. I, my super guts <laughs> were at the table last night until we got to this game. Fucked everything up. Uh, yeah, that game sucked, dude. Jose Ramirez hit a nuke. Shohei had nine strikeouts. Wyatt Johnson's a green goblin. Jimmy Butler assists, had six Ws. Tatum, 14 points, sold it. Sold it. Haven't hit a super gut since fucking nah. Since nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's do the... Uh, Let's do the common W, the cake report, and then wrap our first episode of the We'll Be Seeing uh, debut episode. We'll be back on the couch tomorrow, so do not worry about the remote setup we got going on here. Um, Nick went to a wedding. We're going to ask him all about it when he gets back. Want to hear about his weekend? Common W, for those that may not know, since this is the debut episode of the We'll Be Seeing rebrand, the common W is just something that went right over the weekend, either in your personal life, your betting life, whatever it may be. Maybe you had a little win yourself. Whatever it is, common W. I'll kick it off. Just had a great weekend with my with the guys. Just a great weekend. Um, we had uh, we did we did some real fun stuff. Went to the Rangers game this weekend, which was great. Um, got caught in a lot of traffic, but you know, what are you gonna do about it? It happens. Um, right as we walked in, Adolis pimps one out of the yard, so that was sick. Uh, we had the whole squad riding Rangers minus one and a half. Um, Air. And then we followed it up. We had a little grill session on my roof, a couple beers. It was just a good weekend. W weekend. I had a W weekend too. Spent some quality time with my girlfriend. Had a little uh, barbecue outside. Showed her I could grill. W's. She died. Burgers or glizzies or burgers? Uh, We did both. Mm. W glizzies and burgers. Common W. She didn't think I could cook and I showed her up. So we'll take that. We'll take the minor. Nice. What were the sides? Uh, what were the sides? Had some mac, mac and cheese. Wow. Um, that was really it. Yeah, had some toppings for the burgers and shit, but yeah. Pulled out all the stops. Pulled out all the stops. Went shopping the night before, got prepared. So wow. W's. Dude, you were locked in. Dialed. Dialed. Kid can't even hit a super ghost, but I'll fucking... Nope. <laughs> Chef, a goddamn grill session. This weekend, days week, week bender lay is going to smack, though. We need Ronaldo to bang tomorrow. The week bender. I love it. Um, I always do the cake report, something that went wrong this weekend, either in your personal life or your whatever life. You know, I mean, I feel like it's always good to talk about wins and losses. I think you can't just talk about the wins all the time. I think that's the problem with social media. That's how we do the cake report. Something that went wrong, either in your personal life. Dude, why do I kind of look? Is it getting? I'm like- Kind of like yacked. Am I getting something a little bit here? (laughs) Is there something building here? I see some definition. (laughs) Um, No, but yeah, something that went wrong this weekend. Dude, I played this really fun game where I go out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then I wake up and I play this fun game where I go, I'm not going to drink on Sunday because there's no point. My body hurts and I don't want to. And then we get to the bar and this really crazy thing happens or one person's orders a drink and then I don't want to be left out. So then I get a drink and then end up being drunk on a Sunday. So um just going to add that to the cake report. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's not a fun game. My body hates it. It's not a fun yeah. game. It's got to stop. Uh, cake report for me. 
Uh, Blake Snell giving up fucking absolute turkeys on Saturday, man. Uh, Devers had two piss nukes off Blake mm. Snell. Uh, gave up six runs. Still found a way to get five Ks, uh, which was really big. He was giving up turkeys with one strikeout, uh, but he strung together a couple good at-bats, got five Ks, but yeah, can't be giving up six yoinks to the Red Sox now. Come on. Come on. That's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. Still. Okay, what the bro. fuck is wrong? And Liddell on the IL, bro. That's killing me, but not even worried about him. Jose Ramirez hitting two bombs yesterday. Let's go. But Blake Snell, uh, cake on the on the mound on Saturday. Absolute cake. Yeah, I'm gonna do a goat well update, I think, in a month. Because Corey Seager's back. He's hot. um he had a legacy like comeback, like almost yep. right back on track from where we were. Tim Anderson is the only problem now. Um my pitchers are just dog shit. Luis Castillo and Sandy are just fucking, I don't know what I was There's thinking, but they're fucking right just dog. Um, so I'm gonna give it another month before I, you know, bury it and put it out to pastures with a nine millimeter. Um, <laughs> but this has been the first episode of the Will Be Seen Pod. Uh, nothing else. <clears throat> Sorry. Everything's going to be the same going forward. We're going to have a little bit more, um, you know, cultural conversations and stuff like that once we're back on the couch. Um, but a good first episode talking about some sports. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you have podcasts. That's YouTube. That's all podcasts. And that is Spotify. Remember, if you subscribe to the YouTube and you comment on this video, you get entered into our raffle to win your favorite jersey from fanatics.com. So make sure you do that. Episode is also brought to you by Jackpot. We talked about earlier, but if you're a lottery guy and you're in the states where it's legal, New Jersey, Texas, I know there's a couple more, um, and you don't feel like walking to 7-Eleven to buy your lottery ticket, download Jackpot, buy it on the app. They go to the store, buy it for you, and they keep it safe just in case you win. Trent, tell them where they can find you. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at Book It with Trent, and follow the Twitch channel at Book It Sports. Tune into the Surge Stream every weekday at 1 p.m. Central. You can find me Mikey Overs ever other than Instagram. It's michael.j.overs. This has been the first episode of the Will Be Seen podcast, and we will. We'll indeed be seen. Thanks, guys. Peace.